listening to RMD Studios. Welcome to The Table, a podcast for leaders to build community, have conversations, and share resources. Table Podcast. My name is Sean Rainey, and I'm your host. This podcast is created by the Church Ministries Department of the Rocky Mountain Network. The goal of our podcast is to provide resources, training, and networking to the local church. Now, today is a very special COVID-19 resource edition of the Table Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about things that your lead pastor needs from you right now during this coronavirus season. There are so many things that are different right now. The way that we do church has changed. Relationships with social distancing has changed. Communication has changed. How many Zoom meetings have you been on here recently? Our staff meetings have changed. But there's one thing that hasn't changed is that your lead pastor needs you now more than ever. If you're a staff pastor or if you're a volunteer leader listening to this podcast, this edition is just for you. Today, we're going to be talking about seven things that your lead pastor needs from you right now. There are some things that we talk about today that I believe will help the relationship with your lead pastor, as well as advance the mission of your local church in the community. Now, since the stay-at-home order has taken place, I've spent the last few weeks interviewing eight different pastors from around the Rocky Mountain Network, and I asked them one question. What are the top two things you need from your staff right now? Their answers were so insightful and so similar, actually, whether it was a rural pastor on the West Slope or a large church in Utah or a church on the Front Range, it seemed like the needs of these pastors were the same. These seven things were repeated over and over and over again. And today, I want to take just a few moments and go over those top seven things that your lead pastor needs from you right now. Number one, that stood out over and over. As a matter of fact, seven out of eight of these pastors said this was their number one thing. And the answer was flexibility. Flexibility. These are times that are changing. Every day there's new news that comes out that affects the way that we do church or have meetings. And flexibility and focus are needed now more than ever. Do anything that is needed outside of the job description is what one pastor said. Just something to be flexible. Don't hold me to uh, a job description that I gave you last year because now things have changed. Another pastor said, it seems like things are changing daily and I need my staff to adapt. I need leaders who are willing to change the entire method of that they're used to doing ministry because of these changes that are taking place. Guys, if you hear that cry, that simply means that a lot of times our lead pastors are so used to having the answer, so used to knowing which direction that they're headed in 
but with everything changing on a daily basis, it's hard to come up with a uh, two-week strategy, much less a daily strategy. And as staff pastors, as volunteer leaders, we need to be flexible. We need to be supportive and we need to be focused on the ministry at hand. The second thing that came up over and over was collaboration and communication. Now, this is key in a situation that we find ourselves in. Communication during crisis is critical. I want to say that again. Communication during crisis is critical. There can be no silos. We have to over communicate. One thing that we've adopted here in the network office is that uh, we send an email once a week to our superintendent, Gene Roncone. We tell him what we're working on this week, what we're not working on because it's no longer necessary because of the situation, and what are two things that I need your input on. Guys, if you adopt this into your staff, if you just bring this to your lead pastor, Each and every week, send him an email on things that you're working on. It's so hard because we're not in the same office and we're used to seeing each other working hard, collaborating together, communicating together. And when we don't see each other, there's a wonder of, is anyone else working? Is anyone else doing anything? We can easily have that mentality that we feel like we're the only ones working 10, 12 hours a day uh, in a time of crisis. So over communicate, use email so that there is a thread there. Guess what? Your pastor may make a decision that's contrary to your idea. Be unified. Maybe you guys have gotten together on a Zoom call and ideas are welcomed and there's all these ideas that come out. And just because he doesn't pick your idea doesn't mean uh, that you have a right to to be angry. Listen, we collaborate, we communicate, and, and we bring value to these meetings. I want you to practice this habit that when you leave a meeting or maybe it's an email that you've sent and you get a response back, Practice this habit of of following up with this statement. One is, so what I'm hearing you say is, and then fill in the blank. Or, hey, let me clarify. This is important when we're communicating through crisis. Because if we are not on the same page, then we begin to head in opposite directions. So number one, flexibility and focus. Number two, collaboration and communication. The third thing that came up in these interviews and these conversations with eight Rocky Mountain pastors was creative thinking and problem solving. Bring solutions rather than bringing problems. Anybody can see a problem during this season, but it takes creative thinkers to bring solutions, thinking outside of the box. Ministry has always required creative thinking, but now we need that on another level. I saw this as an example uh, just here recently that one church uh, did, or they're going to be doing a virtual Easter egg hunt. And what they did was they have a realtor photographer in their church, and that realtor photographer took a picture of the entire church with a certain camera and they hid Easter eggs all throughout the church. And now they can log on to that website. A kid can walk through that church and find Easter eggs. 
what a creative to a solution to a very difficult problem of having this Easter egg hunt. Guys, it takes creative thinking and your lead pastor needs thinkers and problem solvers around them. Number four is they need help with personal touches. Once again, when, when you're the only one uh, making phone calls or sending emails, that task can seem overwhelming. And so as staff pastors, as volunteer leaders, it's our responsibility to, to help our lead pastor finding out what can you do? Who can you call? Who can I communicate with? There's that uh, saying, if you've ever, ever flown on an airplane, if the oxygen mask falls down, what are you supposed to do? Put your mask on so that you can help others. Well, staff pastors, listen, you've been walking with the Lord, your prayer time, your word time, you've been preparing for this moment. It's time for you to worry about others right now. It's time for you to help carry that burden for your lead pastor. It's time for you to get that mask on and get that oxygen flowing for you so that you can get in the game and you can help your lead pastor with these personal touches. For many of you, that's hundreds of people. Sometimes it's thousands of people. And for one person to do all of that communication is nearly impossible. And so staff pastors, volunteer leaders, I challenge you, help with personal touches. The fifth thing that was mentioned over and over was to show initiative. Now, listen, some departments are working harder than others. Right now, the media department is working overtime to make sure that the live feed is working properly, that it sounds right, that this technical detail goes off without a hitch. All along, having that pressure of what if, the, what if Facebook Live crashes or what if the YouTube channel crashes? Guys, we need to work together. I want us to be thinking two months ahead, showing initiative. Maybe you're not part of the media department. So maybe that part is not a weight on your plate, but you can ask that media team, hey, what can I do to help you? What can I do? How can you show initiative? Not only with helping others, but thinking ahead for your ministry. Guess what? Two months from now, you will see the results of whether you've worked hard in this season or whether you've coasted during this season. These are not snow days. These are not vacation days. Just because we're working from home, which is challenging, doesn't mean that we can just coast. Guys, your lead pastor is looking for you to show initiative to get the job done. The last two things here, number six, is show patience and humility. Listen, it's our job to be patient and walk humbly to, to help our lead pastors lighten their load and help advance their objectives during this season. This is not a season to, to, to fight for your department or to, to cash in on that budget that was approved three months ago or six months ago before this situation even existed. It's your job to show patience, to show humility. I want you to learn another phrase. If you're a staff pastor, this is one of the best phrases that you can uh, enter into a meeting with your lead pastor and ask him this question. Hey, lead pastor, what can I take off of your plate this week that is going to make your week easier? Guys, if we approach 
that with humility, if we can approach that with that team effort, man, there is so much that can be accomplished. Patience with people, patience with leadership, humility to be able to recognize that that they don't have all the answers and they're willing to work together as a team to seek those answers. Guys, it's not about your agenda. It's not about your department. It's not about your budget and your initiatives. It's about coming together as one church and saying, how can we help our people? And in doing that, how can we help advance the objective of that lead pastor? And then the last thing, number seven, is just to be prayerful. Be prayerful. Pray for me as the lead pastor. That was what one pastor said. I need my staff to be in prayer for me, in prayer for the church, in prayer for church people. One pastor also said, I want my staff to ask me how I'm doing. I thought this was shocking. The other day, there was a lead pastor that I talked to, and and I just asked him this simple question, how are you doing? And this was about two and a half weeks into this crisis, into the stay at home uh, order, into two or three weeks of having church done uh, through live video feeds. And he said, you're the first person to ask me that. Guys, that should not be the case. We're in this together. We love our lead pastors. They've given us the platform. They've given us this position. They've selected us for such a time as this. Be there for them. Carry the load, carry the burden. What can you take off of their plate? Pray for them. Guys, we are all in uncharted waters right now. We're leading in in this season and, and we're doing our best. But guess what? Leadership right now, this crisis reveals the lack of leadership or the prepared leaders. Who will rise up to the challenge? We wanna be that team player that says, here I am, pastor, put me in. Here I am, you can count on me. I'm gonna bring solutions and not problems. I'm gonna bring patience and humility. I'm gonna be prayerful. I'm gonna collaborate. I'm gonna communicate. I'm I'm gonna help with those personal touches. I'm gonna show initiative and I'm gonna be flexible and focused so that we can advance the mission of the local church so that we can reach our neighborhood, we can reach our community, and we can accomplish all that God has called us to do. Hey, for those eight pastors that I got to interview, thank you for being honest. Thank you for being open. Thank you for sharing your thoughts because I believe that these seven things will help all of our churches grow. will help all of our staff pastors get a glimpse into the heart of their lead pastor. Guys, thanks today for joining us around the table. Thanks for being a part of the Rocky Mountain Network. And thank you for all that you're doing to help everyone around this nation, around this world during this coronavirus season. We're praying for you. We are here for you as a network. We're here to help you and come alongside of you, resource you and let you know that you are not alone. You have a seat at the table with us. We love you guys. We'll see you next time around the table. Thank you for spending time with us around the table. For more resources just like this one, visit thetableresources.com.